Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 42 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, coming at you on a Monday, and I am joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Sailor, Willie Smalls. What is going on, man? What are you doing? I had a fantabulous weekend. I don't know about yourself. But I, yeah, I would say but I had a good the uh, having the Greco uh, trials on a Thursday kind of freed my weekend up. I don't get a I don't get a weekend. I don't get a day to relax ever. And and this weekend I was able to watch the entire Game of Thrones season <laughs> in 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 a day and a half. I watched nine nine episodes starting on Saturday night into wow. Sunday. Well, you've exposed yourself to a lot of trauma, as it's been a um, particularly disturbing several episodes for Game of Thrones. We'll try not to give away too many spoilers here. No, I we'll just, just tell you who Yeah, we're not going to... I just want to... I want five minutes, me and Ramsey's Bolton, and I want to kick the tar out of him. He is... He is uh, evil personified, no question. Who is more evil, though, Okay. Joffrey, R.I.P., or uh, or, or Ramsey's Bolton. Those two are like the freaking. Well, here's the thing. Ramsey's Ramsey's just even. Joffrey was a product of incest, and he was. Well, so was Tommen. Tommen's all right. He's in yeah, love Tom, with Marjorie. He's okay. Tommen is all right. You can't blame Joffrey. His home, you can't blame his home training. Joffrey was. Uh, he was twisted. So. Anyway, not to completely dork out on everybody, but uh. So you watched all the all of Game of Thrones. I watched all of them. Yeah, Richard M will be happy. Yeah, yes, he I loves do. it too. Yeah, it was a pre- last night was pretty disturbing, uh, and I'm not gonna get into it any more than that. But yeah, I love the show too. I'm glad you got caught up. Um, binge watching is is fun. I haven't been able to do that in some time, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you're caught up, and we can dis- dis- well, get back to our Game of Thrones discussions, which are thanks always- for the. They're as heady as our uh, wrestling discussions. Thanks for the password. Yeah, no problem. Any, anyone else need a HBO Go password? I'm, I'm your hookup. I'm your connect. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> HBO is not as smart as Flo. Flo, <laughs> Flo, figured, Flo figured out how to not allow you to share passwords. HBO hasn't hit that level yet. <laughs> Actually, no, you're wrong. Um, because I read an article where, like, the guy doesn't really care if you share the password that much. He's like, no, it's cool. Like, I forget where I read that, or someone told me that. Uh, maybe that person made that up. But no, it's like, the, he's not that freaked out by it. He wants people watching their, their content. So I don't know. On the on to wrestling, the uh, waiver wire, we like to hit in the beginning of the show, any changes. Um, and the only big one, really, is uh, Pat Downey going to the junior college national champ, going to Iowa State. Thoughts on that, Christian? Thoughts are the same as they've always been when uh, Pat Downey is rumored to, to go Division One. The talent never, ever, ever been in question. I mean, this is a junior world silver medalist, uh, Juco champ. Um, you know, the word out of his performance when he was at Nebraska in the room was this guy is, is for real. It's the, uh, I don't know how to say it, the, the outside things that are going to be the, the biggest inhibitor of, of Downey's success. And I think um, at Iowa State, it's I think it's a great environment. He's projected at 84. Um, 
He's got good partners, good coaching. I mean, you think he's going to be in there with Harrington. Of course, Jackson's still there, Deron Wynn. Uh, the, and they're starting to throw – that's going to be a pretty salty lineup at, at Iowa State. Yeah. I mean, you talk about – at least from a dual meet perspective, they're going to be tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're going to be tough. You know, they're going to have Nathan Boston coming out of red shirt. Um, you know, they got Dante Rodriguez is back, Gabe Marino. Um uh, Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer looking like a beast. Um, you know, I like Molina. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be super talented. They're going to be young, but they're going to be – I mean, they're obviously going to miss Gadsden. But yeah, I, a lot I, of potential. Iowa State's going to be talented next year. Yep, a lot of potential. Um, they could be, yeah. like I said, particularly scary in duels. Um, yeah. So, what? you know, we had the World Team Trials. We had schoolboy duels. Those were our events this weekend. Um, we also – offered a, um, a live stream, a free stream from the Hall of Fame banquet. And um, an odd thing, when, yeah. when, people, when people found out or realized, I don't know, you know um, Mike Golick got inducted as a, a contributing member, a special American, I, I think was the it's, term. It's called the, the Out- Outstanding. Outstanding American uh, right. Award. And he had, he had mentioned it several times on his show leading up into that, during that week. Yeah, and then when some people in the wrestling community found out or realized that he was going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, they kind of went off the deep end. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. First of all, the the award he he fits the description of the award to a T. It's people with with wrestling backgrounds that have used it and launched into very successful careers. You know, essentially outside of the sport. Mike Golick was a wrestler. He wrestled in college uh, for Notre Dame. Their program, of course, was cut. He also played football there. And now he's, you know, has a, a huge, one of the biggest sports media platforms in the country on Mike and Mike. One of the, just, uh, you know, it's one of the biggest ra- sports radio shows in, in the country, if not the biggest, most iconic one. Um, so, But the wrestling fans' reaction, I mean, I'm not saying everybody, but the, what has he done? He's not deserving. So many others have done so much more for the sport. What are you being? Why are wrestling fans? I mean, this is something we talk about uh, a lot. Why are we so insular and protective and like trying to shut people out? I mean, Mike Golick is deserving of of this award, and I mean, don't correlate you know someone's work in the sport with you know being deserving of of Hall of Fame. You know, it's uh. I don't know. I, f- I found. Yeah, I, found I mean, I, I I find it off-putting too. I find it very shallow. So um, shallow. To the to the extent that I think wrestling people are like so merit-based, right? And in, in wrestling, it's the it's one of the few sports that it's one-on-one, and and we are beholden to what your results were, and and we're beholden to. What do you deserve? Um, particularly accolades, right? What did you accomplish on the mat? Uh, and obviously, Mike Golick is not getting inducted into the, or was not inducted into the Hall of Fame because he was a three-time national champ or something. Right. But I, I don't know. Some of these fans, maybe they can't wrap their head around the fact that you can contribute to wrestling in other ways than actually competing. Yes. Yes. I mean, he right. He didn't get it. it it's outstanding American. He didn't get inducted for being a competitor. I mean, that's by definition he didn't. So I, I just feel it's really shallow and short-sighted for people to be complaining about it. Yeah, it, it kind of perpetuates what we've been saying about many wrestling fans. It's the it's the I I would whether they're old or not, but they 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 represent an old order fuddy-duddy mentality that we've res- yeah. referenced many times that th- you know everything just to keep and it just keeps the sport small it's all they're they're doing whether they realize it or not um having mike golick in, in the i mean people are getting upset because mike golick's in the wrestling hall of fame like what yeah the economy has to be improving if this is what people are getting outraged about like aren't don't people have like actual problems I say that I say that all the time, man. When people get upset about what I what I consider frivolous stuff, I mean, get mad about be... Ramsey's Bolton. That's what should be infuriating. This guy, 
That guy's evil. Mike Golick in the right. Hall of Fame? Come on. I mean, there's people that contribute to wrestling in numerous ways that are deserving, you know, that are deserving of being in the Hall of Fame and not a competitor, you know? So people that support wrestling, promote wrestling, um, work through their channels, whatever they have access, whatever they have access to, and to promote the sport. I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know if Billy Baldwin's in the Hall of Fame, but he's done a lot for wrestling. And if he were to get in or if he is in, I have no qualms with that. Yeah. There's people that have donated a lot of money um, to wrestling and advertised for wrestling and promoted wrestling. And if they're in the Hall of Fame, just because they don't have uh, an Olympic medal doesn't doesn't mean they shouldn't be in. Right. I mean, so yeah, stop freaking out. Who cares? He's in, and uh, I have no issue with it. All right, Willie. We were at the Greco World Roman Team Trials um, last week in Ithaca, New York, um, and it was a it was a fantastic time. And uh, there's a I, I love the Greco dudes. I just think you know I got to know them a little bit more this weekend, and uh, I just think they're great guys. And uh, they are great. Guys. Yeah, yeah, just like just it was cool, the the, cool dudes. the guys were great. The atmosphere was great. The fans were absolutely glued to the action at whether they um you know how much do they fully understand the, the the idiosyncrasies of what's going on i don't know they know action when they see it um i thought there was drama i thought there was uh incredible technique and big exciting moments and um i thought the whole thing was was fantastic and and a step in the right direction for for usa greco combined with the fact that I feel great about the team we're sending uh, to Vegas. Yeah, uh, well, before we get into the team, um, I think that this should be continued. Um, I, I would make a few tweaks. Um, or I would maybe like to discuss a few tweaks. But putting Greco on display singularly, I mean, uh, uh, they had it last year too, but it wasn't uh, – the production wasn't as good, the, the – the situation wasn't as good as I don't believe. It wasn't promoted as well. Um, but having Greco on its own stage promoted singularly, uh, really hyping the bouts up um, with a, a good crowd, I think it has to be the way they go, the way they move forward. I would like to see this become uh, a, an every year thing. I would too. I would too. And yeah, the, the format of it, you know, do you want that match on the U.S. Open? I, I don't know. I, but I just think just focusing on those matchups, just the Greco finals, that's the way to go. Do you want to have all best two out of three in one setting? I'm not sure about that. But um, I, I love that just a, a singular Greco focus. Yeah, I mean, my th- singular Greco focus, put it on a pedestal, agree 100%. You, people can focus on it better. You know, things kind of get lost when there's a Greco match next to a women's match next to a men's match. But um, these guys train their hearts out, and they deserve they deserve the 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 spotlight. Yeah. Um. Now, here's what I would say about the about the um, best of three. This is what I you know, all things considered, I love the way it was. Um, However, I would say that my suggestion would be that if a guy sat out um, like a Spencer Mango, right? Uh, Spencer Mango was in the finals. He only wrestled one match total in Vegas. Right. Um, In situations like that, I don't know that that's... I don't know. I don't know that that's particularly fair to start a series when there's only one. You're only wrestling one. Yeah. Does that make any sense? I, I guess it it makes sense. I mean, it's not. Um. I mean, what's what's fair about it? It, you know, the Jordan Burroughs sits. I mean, it's just it's not fair. It's not supposed right. to be fair. I I just feel like yeah. I mean. The, the reason you give them the advantage, you're giving them an advantage. So no, it's not fair. It's not even playing field because of. Uh, no, nah, but I understand. I understand it sort of not being fair because you earned it. You deserve. You know, you earned it. You you made a medal match at Worlds, and 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 I'm all I'm all on board for sitting in the finals. Um, but to me, starting a 
starting a series that way, I think is the change that I see in the situations, the difference in the situations. Yeah, I guess I don't I don't necessarily see it that way. Um, can we talk Anderson Holm? That was, for me, a uh, – well, that was – to me, that was the match of the night. Uh, just the way those two came out, uh, I said on the commentary, it was like a, a, a modified fist fight for that first 30, 40 seconds. I mean, the hand fight. Uh, when, when, when John Anderson came out – Oh, my God. Literally, like, literally I've been around dude. wrestling – I've been around wrestling all my life. And I've seen, you know, a million guys come out ready for the match. And I've seen a lot of dudes that were intense. John Anderson, when he came out for that match, might have been the most intense wrestler I have ever seen in my life. It was... It was, he, it was about to, like, hyperventilate. He, he was. He was so jacked up. And he wrestled a, a great match. Um, but let, let's get to this criteria thing. Okay. Um... So John Anderson, his coaches, myself and Bader, um, all kind of spaced on the the criteria that cautions trumps last score, and um, essentially John didn't realize he was losing. He gave a little fist pump at the end. He was shocked when they raised Holmes' hand, and uh, man, I, I you just can't help but be disappointed that a match ends that way, but. I, I feel like he left some points on the board there, and, well, and yeah, it was a absolutely. Little... And and okay, so here's the thing: <clears throat> a couple uh, week or two ago, a thing comes out that says the rules are changing, right? Yeah. Um, but they did. People people start putting it on social media. Me and you are in Akron. We do a a little skit about not a skit, but a show about it, talking about the rules. And then we start getting feedback that it's not official yet and they haven't been implemented. And, okay, so they're not implemented. When are they going to be implemented? Nobody knows, right? So I'm sitting – I'm actually doing video review, by the way, <laughs> at, at uh, the trials. And during the match, like, Tucci's like – they're using the new impl the new rules. They are implementing them right then, right? So I don't think I don't know if anybody knew that they were being implemented in those trials. Well, it, um, it, it that would have had no bearing on the match. I mean, the criteria didn't change. Criteria that's been set for a while. Down. The the criteria has been the same for a while. That was and that wasn't one of the proposed changes. So whether they're implemented or not implemented, that wasn't that didn't impact the match at all. It's just he didn't remember, his coaches didn't remember, I didn't remember. Well, well, I'll say this. It was underlined. Jordan Holmes score was underlined the whole time they on did. the scoreboard as having underlined. criteria. Yeah. So it's just and when I wanna say I, I forgot, I didn't mention it. It's like if you had asked me what the criteria was, I would have told you, well, yeah, cautions, trumps. But, like, in the moment, uh, you know, you're just watching the action, and you, you, I just – it just slipped. Oh, I know what – I know what – there's no more – there's – it was a new rule, Christian. It was a new rule that was implemented. Okay, go ahead. There's no caution in one. In, in Greco, there was no longer a caution in one. So how did it that – matter he gave he gave up a caution in two right so but, so the reason he gave up a caution in two is because there's no caution in one uh i don't i don't know if that's new that is new tucci told me as we're sitting there all right well at, uh, i'm not sure about that no no at the trials at uh at the open when you fight the grip uh, on bottom, that's a caution in two. The caution they were giving out caution in twos at the open. It's not. It's that's not new. Maybe it's new-ish, but it's not like that month new. Those those rules were there at the at the open. Caution in perhaps, twos were in existence. Perhaps, but I didn't say that. I didn't say there was never a caution in two. I'm saying that they do a caution in one does not exist in Greco any longer. Okay, I I really don't think that mattered. Okay, well. Whatever the case is, they definitely implemented some new rule during the trials finals. 
I didn't observe any, but feel free to. Well, I, uh, the point is maybe they didn't come up, but they were in play. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, kind of a crappy, anyway. crappy way to lose for John Anderson. You know, it is a crappy way to I lose. Don't, I don't blame the rule, any rule it's, changes for this, though. Well, the bottom line is that, and and it's tough to, to you know, to blame anybody. You don't want to blame anybody, uh, add insult to injury when you just lost out on the world team spot. But the corner should have known, right? Because the scoreboard said that home had criteria. Yeah. You just get so... And there was a point, there was a point with 15 seconds left that Jordan Holmes' back was to was the zone. The, it was in the zone, yeah. Right? So, and you could tell when Anderson didn't try to capitalize on that. I mean, it's it's 15 seconds to go. It's 2-2. You're losing on the scoreboard. When you don't try to get a push out there, his body language told me he thinks he's winning this match. Well, yeah, he pumped his fist when the match was over and was shot. Yeah, it was very obvious he thought he had, he had won. So, um, but man, to, as I've never seen, have you ever seen Jordan Holm get tired like that? I've never. Oh my god! Never in my life. Never in my no. life. That is such a credit to Anderson because I one of Holm's biggest attributes is his pace and yeah. Uh, and I said that at the beginning. I'm like, here's the thing. Anderson's best gift is his pace and gas tank, but. The reason he's such an underdog is because Holmes got that too, along with the strength, skill, technique advantage. Um, and he wore him out like I've never, ever seen any match internationally, whatever. Holmes was worn out. Like and after the first Holm, period. Holmes couldn't get back to the center. No. Like that's uh, such a credit to Anderson, man. He's a. I, I would have loved, and I didn't want Anderson or Holmes to win. I didn't care, but I just, I wanted to see that one again. How does home yeah. respond after, um, you know, really gassing out? Is he a little more assertive early? Yeah. Tries to cushion his lead more? I don't know. Um, and understand that, understand that Anderson is a guy who is up a weight. He's up two weights. Two. two. Yeah. He was. I mean, he he doesn't want to go seventy five because of Bisic. He doesn't want to go eighty because it's non Olympic weight. And so he went 80, 80, uh, you know, he went again at home, 85. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, that was Greco. Had a great time. Um, how many medals can this team bring home? Oh, it's tough, you know. We talked about it before, uh, getting over ambitious, oh, you know, overexcited about our guys. But they look darn good, don't they? They do. I, I will say this. I'm not going to say who will get a medal. I think there's some guys that, that can, and I think there's guys that probably aren't there yet. I I am um, – I'm not sure Sidoris and Sancho are there yet. Um, All right, so – not, not Sancho, Martinez. Right, so I no, no disrespect to Martinez, but would you like to have seen Anderson at 80? Uh, I mean – Obviously, it would make our team better if he had that option. If there was a Fargo type situation, you know, where he could try for it afterwards. I, I mean, I, I don't think anyone thinks Mar Martinez could could uh, hold off. Anderson. So okay, so over under. Oh, I, I just if I was setting it, I'd say one and a half medals over under. I'll take the over, um, because I think. Uh, We've just got a couple. We got a couple shots. We we, we got a lot. Of, you got Mango. Um, you've got Lester. You've got Besic. You've got Williams. You've got Holm, and you've got Smith. I don't think any of those getting a medal is like just specious. I think it's 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 possible. Okay. Yeah. So that's six guys. So could two? Well, and, uh, but we had we had all them last year, and we came with one, right. and that was really close. It was close, but at the same time, Bisek beat a really what? What was that guy? Olympic champion? Olympic what? I mean, he beat a really really good dude. At yeah, but you have to. Yeah, I mean, you know how many you ha you know how many former Olympic world medalists are in the bracket? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to. That's not 
that's not a bonus. That's like standard operating procedure. That's a standard path to a world medal. Right. Well, if you said, um, well, I'll say this. If you said it at two and a half, I'm taking the under. And you said one and a half because I think I think we get two. I think we're seeing incremental gr- growth we, from 2009 up to last year. We didn't have anyone. We got one. Now we're gonna see another little step in the right direction. I hope. I pray. And I uh, bring home an additional medal. I don't know from where or for from, you know, from who, but I think it's gonna happen. I think we're gonna see multiple medals, and um, the the steady improvement of of our. Greco I hope program. so. I, you oh, know, I love. Man, I hope so, so. I love each and every one of the, the the Greco guys. They are they are awesome, and even the guys that lost in the finals, we had an opportunity to hang out with them afterward, and they couldn't have been. The better dudes and, and more respectful and gracious. I mean, I hope, I hope that we get as many medals as possible in Greco. I'm just being conservative. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I'm trying not to well, be. Well, so what's you set the one and a half? What are you saying? I'm saying, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, do you know how many, do you know how many matches are really, really close <laughs> at, at Worlds, especially in Greco? I mean, uh, I hope we get two. I, I mean, I hope we get five, but yeah, right. I don't know. Okay, well, let me know how comfortable it is on that fence, Willie. Um, <laughs> okay, another little little tidbit. Uh, Nanad Lalovich, the president or whatever his title is, the, the head of UWW, was nominated to be on the the, the Olympic Committee? What, the, well, the International Olympic International Olympic Committee. Committee. That has to be a good thing, right? Like, that's... That's a great thing. That's a great. Thing. I, you know what? I haven't read up much on it at all. Like I saw that he was nominated, right? Mm-hmm. And and I mean, gut reaction is it's a great thing. So I haven't read up on it. I'm 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 shooting from the hip here. Um, but having the president of the governing world governing body on the committee to me is a no brainer. It's a great thing. Yeah, I think it's it. Uh... I mean, we were coming from a place where we had no voice, no, we were not active. We probably were not respected at all. Like, Martinetti probably garnered zero respect, although the IOC is kind of... Well, it's easy, it's easy to, it's easy to marginalize something, and it's easy to um, denigrate something when that guy's not in the room, right? Now you, now you get a representative in the room, and now you got buddies, Right, right. So that's uh, just a little thing. I don't know if you saw it. Just passing it on. Because, um, you know, re- wrestling's future at the Olympic level is not is not safe. You know, it, nothing's guaranteed. Um, so we need to, you know, I guess be mindful and keep these little things. This is a little victory, I think, for wrestling. And, um, you know, the, I, I don't know much about the – politics that surround the sport it's just not something that's really interested me but from what i've heard from people in leadership lalovich has been doing a nice job Uh, people seem to believe in him and his vision and um so yeah this is only a step in in that direction yeah um Uh, it's a good thing and so but somebody um one of the comments uh i think one concern is well if lalovich is going on the IOC board, who's going to take his place? It, it, he doesn't have to have his – he's not going anywhere from UWW. It's not like a different job. Right. Right. So um, so good, good. Um, all right, a little more clarity on something we talked about last week at Greco Trials. Well, not a lot of clarity, some, because I still haven't seen anything uh, official from USA Wrestling. But this second batch of, like, I, I don't want to call them secret wild cards because that's kind of, you know, there's some implications there. But there's other people getting into this tournament through a process that was never, um, you know, outlined as a path to get into World Team Trials. So it sounds like there's four new guys in. Chris Perry, Kyle Hutter, Wynn Mahalik, and Enoch Francois. And... I was able to get a little clarity on this, and it sounds like Chris Perry appealed the decision, and for whatever reason, they they determined, and that was like a more of a legal proceeding. I'm not sure. And uh, when he got in, 
essentially that uh, opened up that opened it up to other people to apply and appeal, etc. Um, and so these other people got in. Mahalik and Francois, basically, Mahalik got in first, and Francois's camp was like, what the heck? How is he in and we're not? So they're like, okay. So he gets in, then Hutter. So I, I don't know what to make of this because the, the I was never aware of a, another process to get into the World Team Trials, but it's happening here, and I, I don't know what to think about it, and I haven't seen anything official, but I other than, you know, I, I've talked with, uh, Richard Immel a little bit about it and he kind of explained a little bit but he hadn't heard about it until I asked him so uh, so they're official it. It, they're yeah, official it, it sounds, I mean they're in yeah yeah it sounds uh, official I mean I wait, talk, wait. it's it sounds official or listen, it's people official? are telling me it's official I haven't seen anything in writing Willie that's what I keep saying Steve Martin's telling me he's in Enoch Francois telling me he's in Wind Mahalik posted on Facebook he's in uh, then I I guess they're in Richard Immel confirmed but where's the there's no release or anything so uh, i'm still kind of waiting you well did I mean? you read any did you read yeah i definitely understand what you're saying did you read any literature in the qualification process uh that says that there's an appeal process um did i i read the world team trials qualification document that usa wrestling released was that a completely thorough legal document i i don't know but it's what they put out um are there bylaws somewhere that weren't that are posted yeah probably but i didn't see them uh, i just read what usa wrestling released top five at us open northeast regional northern plains regional and a wild card those are the only paths a in, wild card. In, in a wild card up to one wild card that's what it said up to one so, but this is more than one wild card. Exactly. That's why I'm like, well, what is, what, what's really going on here? I don't know. But these guys are in apparently. So, and, and I'm not, I'm not against it. And you know, I was the one advocating for an expanded field. But I'm, I'm just kind of ask, looking for clarity here. Well, how are these guys in, and some guys aren't, and what's, the, because it's a very concrete process up to this point. It was very, and you, you hammered this home. Look. The, the process was known. You get top five, mm -hmm. you win a regional, or you get a wild card. Those are the only paths to make the team. I didn't know about yeah. this ap appeals process, uh, et cetera, that, that can get you in. So yeah, I, I I've been I, I've been very happy with the process. Um, I, think, I think it's the right way to do it. I think that, again, all the, all the fish in the pond at the U.S. Open – Whittle it down to the top contenders, the guys that have earned it uh, for the trials. I think that should be the way every year. Um, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand where the extra wild cards are coming from. Um, yeah. And and I, what I also don't understand is so is there going to be nine guys? At I guess that would be okay though because it would be it would be eight guys plus the winner sitting in the finals. Well, the rest of them are seven, right? I guess. Uh, yeah. So I, technically, I mean, it's not it technically. Stays, um, stays an eight-man. If there's bracket. a, if there's, a, yeah, but it's not an eight-man bracket. It's an eight-man bracket, but all the others are not eight-man bracket. There's seven-man bracket, right? Yeah. So someone would get a buy in it. So yeah, it's not, it's not exactly uniform, especially well. Right. So at, the 90, trials... at ninety-seven, they're letting in two additional ninety-seven kilo guys, Mahalik and Francois. Both right. 97 kilos. So maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe there were injuries that's... we don't know about, but I don't think so. Ah, now that would be. If there was an injury, be... you know, if you know, who who Dustin Kilgore, if he got hurt, or David Sabrisky, whoever, if they're getting hurt. Yeah, obviously we want to replace those guys. Um, but now, what if what if you know what if the situation is that these guys wrestled four times this season and they split two and two. And one guy was on the outside looking in. Does it make it more okay in your opinion? No. Like, uh, no, that would, make, that would make it less okay, because it's like, well, what? I mean, you chose. You could have chosen this guy for the wild card if you wanted him, pick him. And if you wanted the other guy, there was obviously a reason for that. Um, you gave a very concrete process for how you want guys to qualify. You can't just say this is the process, but I really like him too. 
And I, oh, well, you know, Chris Perry is pretty freaking good. We probably want him in the tournament, too. It, it can't work like that. You can't have it both ways. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not against it, but don't don't tell me you want this narrow down field, and then you just start expanding it willy-nilly. But again, yeah. this is all speculation because there's nothing. There's it's it's Monday, still got nothing official, no release, nothing. So I'm still waiting, and the the uh, the rationale could be crystal clear, and we'll just go. Oh, obviously, of course. Well, this makes sense, mm-hmm. but right now it's just speculation because that's all we've been allowed to do is speculate and guess. So we'll see what becomes of this. Um, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I guess all I've got um, for the for our cards. Any parting thoughts? Yeah, there? I'll wait. And, I'll wait and see. You know, we're gonna do a show on Wednesday as well, and maybe we'll get word by then and something more concrete, and we can discuss it. Then I'll wait and try to get the information uh, before I comment. But um, speaking of kind of another rumor, you mm-hmm. you had something you had yeah. something come across your desk, it's, Christian. It sounds like, and this is you know you know me. Love, love the college game. We try to work a little, just a nugget of college talk into every episode. It sounds like they're trying to work, trying to work out a super match between, at the All-Star, between Isaiah Martinez and Alex Derringer. And that is, if there's a match you want to see coming into next year, a super match. If you can make, you know, across all, all weights, for me, that's the one. That's the maybe first and second best guys in college, maybe first and third if you want to put Quiz ahead of Imar, um, which I do. I, I, I think that's the match I, I really want to see. And just Martinez blew my mind all year, and Daringer just just so dominant and impenetrable. I, I think it would be a fantastic match, and I hope that both, it's able to both work out. Undefeated, both, both undefeated. Both undefeated. How many, guys, how many guys were undefeated last year? Four? Um, I don't know. Imar Ringer, Gwiz. Gwiz, uh, well, technically if, if, he, he lost. Well, if you don't count the All-Star and, and Steber, right? Correct. So there's four. So here's two uh, adjacent weight classes, and yeah, that's, I'd love to see it. That's the match you want to see. Um, so yeah. I still think Imar's a little too small for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Daringer's not, he's the, all right, two things. One, Daringer is the best wrestler in college now with Logan Steber gone. Okay. Two, he's 10, 15 pounds bigger. So Martinez is, is, a, is a decided underdog there um, mm-hmm. because he's prob- maybe he's a little more technical. Maybe he's a little better. I don't think so, but maybe he is. But even still, he's going to be smaller. And yeah. that those great hips and well, the dynamism that he brings uh, is going to be neutralized. D- Daringer is the neutralizer. He neutralizes everybody. I mean, he made yeah. everybody at 165 look so average and so offensively limited. It, he wouldn't do that to the same degree against Imar because I think Imar was better than anyone else at 165 outside of – well, no, Bo Jordan beats Imar ritually. So um, – I, I retract that. Well, statement. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to uh, break down a match that may or may not happen, but I would love to see it happen. Yeah. Um, but what I think, you know, like you said, the size difference, but also, Derringer's so technical. I, I think that all this action that Martinez moves forward, forward, forward. I think that if there's a uh, one guy that can turn that into his own offense, is Derringer. He has such great feel. Tremendous. And he's so so technical. Yeah, he's he's. Tremendous. And Imar will be trying to. I wish those I guys were at the World Team Trials. I don't know why. Uh, I I should have just asked him, but I wish Daringer was wrestling some freestyle because he didn't wrestle any last year either. So I don't. Yeah. I wonder what that's it's, all. About. Especially especially from a guy that's traditionally been an international style juggernaut, right? He's always wrestled in the summer. He's always wrestled. Um, freestyle Greco, and he hasn't the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, you put down something that I obviously think is very interesting, and they should make this happen. Last year at 174, ironically the same weight we're about to talk about, they let Brock Gutchis go against uh, Robert Kokesh, and now it was a good match. I mean, Gutchis, everyone knows Gutchis can wrestle. Mm-hmm. They need to do that with Joey Davis. They need to get yeah. Joey Davis that that match. 
And I tell you what, with, with the field coming back at 74, uh, I don't care who you throw at him. Joey Davis is going to make it a match. Whether it's, oh, yeah. whether it's Crutchmer or Epperly or, you know, one of those, you know, those guys, uh, Joey might even be a favorite against some of them. Yeah. Uh, NWCA often um, puts Division Two, Division Three guys in there, and uh, I don't know. I'd like to see Joey Davis against a D1 guy. I'm surprised they haven't had him in there at any point in time. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. undefeated for two, three years. I mean, last year. You thought, well, I think it, it, didn't didn't he turn it down once or no? He maybe. I mean, here's the thing with with Joey, he's so good, but he doesn't wrestle uh, many. He doesn't early, hit a lot of guys. He doesn't hit a lot of guys, and yeah, some of that is yeah he wrestles D two. Some of that's kind of his his choice. So I don't. Maybe he's been asked and declined. That's speculation. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'd I'd like to see him. I like to see him go against a man. Him against a Crutchmer would be would be a lot of fun. Epperly would uh, probably sl- try to slow him down a little bit, but Crutchmer a little more dynamic. Um, so yeah, I'd love to see love to see how how those two would uh, would do. So Joey Davis, that'd be cool. Love to see Imar Ringer. That would obviously be the match of the uh, that'd be a highlight match for sure. Um, yeah. Mark Schultz went. Off on Twitter, full caps lock. Uh, <laughs> he did not hold back. He did not. I, maybe he held shift. I I, I imagine he's a, just, <laughs> just went with uh, went uh, caps lock. But man, he he goes off frequently though. Uh, yeah, it's he's a loose cannon. That guy. I don't know loose can. I don't know what the word is. Um, but he uh, you know, he's hot and cold uh, on different things. He loved Fox. Fox catcher, he hates it. He loves it now. Um, he is saying, boy, you know, boycott USA Wrestling till administrators pay the athletes uh, a weight, their salary equal to theirs. Um, clarify, clarify. Let's put it, put it more. Um... Okay. Well, people that work at USA Wrestling, technically, you could say they earn their, their salary is more than the salary that is given to the number one at um, a given weight. Okay. That is right. I, what I mean, mean is you kind of ran through that pretty quick. Oh. So Mark Schultz tweeted that, well, boycott USA wrestling events um, until athletes, the wrestlers are paid a decent amount. Right. And, and that, the administration at USA Wrestling is paid more than the athletes. So that's just to clarify. That's you know that's what he said. Yeah, uh, and it, it's a little little preposterous. Don't, I mean, you know that. I mean, yeah. that I mean, uh, of course we want to see the the wrestlers paid you know, enormous sums of money. I mean, I, I want to see that. But the right. idea that USA Wrestling can foot that bill and pay. Uh, right. I mean, I don't. I know nothing of U.S. I know nothing of USA Wrestling's finances. I know nothing of barely my own finances. Much, um, much <laughs> less. I have. I have a wonderful wife that that helps me, and I just try not to spend much. Um, so, so you I did. You, you lost ten bucks in Vegas. I did. I did. Uh, don't gamble, guys. Come on. There's a reason. There's sixty freaking casinos. It's built on losers like me. Spending money, thinking they know, <laughs> thinking they know sports. Um, but yeah, so you derailed me there. Um, I derailed myself. I'll, I'll take. Well, here, here's the thing. Uh, I don't buy the. I don't buy the, the fact that uh, Rich Bender, the executive director of, of USA Wrestling, makes X amount of dollars, and uh, I don't know. Tervel Delagnev makes this amount of money. Uh, so, uh, Jerry Jones makes more than Des Bryant. I mean, yeah, this is how it goes. Roger Goodell, probably even a better example. He, well, we don't know how much he makes. I think, I don't know if it's official, but he makes 30, 40, 50 million a year. Probably he makes more. It's just how it's kind of, it's kind of the, uh, you always hear this like, Oh, the, the highest paid, employee for every state is like in like 50 40 states is like a football or basketball coach like and you know well teachers should be paid uh they're more important than a basketball coach but that's 
that's not how the free market works. Yeah. Um, so, so he's saying Schultz is using the hashtag socialized wrestling. I, I, I don't believe socialization is the, is the solution here. I, if anything, that's going to put a cap on the earning potential for wrestlers if things get right. socialized, which is what we don't right. want. Right. Would, 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 would Jordan Burroughs like to make um, <laughs> as much money as Jimmy Kennedy or Reese Humphrey or something? I mean, yeah. it's just not, it's not how it works. Right. And I, I will and, say, I'm sorry. I will there's a lot of there's a lot of shots being fired. I mean, it opens up a lot of um, a lot of a lot of avenues here. Because number one, uh, you can't but believe me. I want to see the wrestlers, like you said, you want to see the wrestlers make as much money as they can. Uh, in a perfect world, they'd be making salaries like LeBron James. Jordan Burroughs would be making money like Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. You know, but the economy just isn't there right now. And to say that Rich Bender shouldn't. You know, Jordan Burroughs should be making as much as Rich Bender. You guys don't know. Rich Bender does an awesome job, man. Yeah. I've heard criticism. You know, there's always criticism, yeah, right? If you're, if you're in charge of anything, I, you're going to get right. criticized. As soon as, as, soon as you, um, the day you take office as the president, you are going to be ripped to shreds. And so the, the, when, when you're the CEO of, I don't know, Dell, you're going you're gonna to take criticism. So as soon as you're, you know, you're rich, better, there's always going to be – people don't know what goes on in the offices. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. I think, I think USA Wrestling is as healthy as ever. Yeah. Yep, and that's a good thing. Um, I'll say this about Schultz. It, I am certain his heart is in the right place. The, the, his point is I want these wrestlers to make money. It's just a misguided – solution that that he presents i i know uh, he's correlating i think the financial troubles that, that some wrestlers have you know there's that that's personal to him because of the struggles he and his brother went through and what how that ultimately culminated for his brother and the impact that's had on him it, it's obvious to to connect those dots right the the correlation of, of money put us in this well problem, you know and now my brother's right, so so he is probably you know i think it's been well documented that mark kind of struggles financially and he's probably sitting in his living room thinking man i dedicated my life you know i dedicated so much of my time and effort to win medals for this country and i don't have really anything to show for it yeah um which is virtuous right which i mean which is um justify you know you, you can sympathize with that however at the end of the day um the the it just, wrestling just doesn't bring in money to its athlete. Like that—that's nobody wrestles to be a millionaire, right? I mean, did you start wrestling and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Olympic champ," or did you start wrestling and say, "Well, here's a path to a lifelong luxury," <laughs> right? Right, right. Lifelong security. I mean, the money's—the money's just not there yet. Uh, hopefully, in the future, one day it will be. I think. Things are growing. You see yeah. more on te- more on television now. More more marketing opportunities. More endorsement deals. Um, you know, you, you've seen it in commercials, and that's a little first step. There was, a, I was watching television the other day on an insurance commercial, and it had all these sports, and wrestling was one of them. Uh, so maybe in the future, if it's if it's um, manicured right, wrestling wrestlers can make that uh, increasingly um, increasing sums of money, but. They don't now. The money's not there. And that's not why you started out wrestling to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know where else to go from there other than I, it, it generated a lot of chatter when he, when he tweeted this, this out. And uh, the, I'll say this, boycotting USA Wrestling it would not be a good thing for wrestling. And, and the uh, – the, the future of the sport and the athlete's financial standing. I don't think that's going to, and I, I don't think it's really realistic either. So um, th- that's, that's what I got on Schultz. Anything else there, Willie? No. All right. Friday, we will be in Madtown. We're getting there Thursday. You getting there Thursday? I didn't discuss this. Of course we're getting there Thursday, baby. Well, maybe you get there when, sometimes you get there like a week before and you know, <laughs> do God knows what. Um, so we're getting there Thursday. It all starts Friday with the juniors. And, oh, I can't wait. Oh man, I, it's it's cool. 
was juniors like set, I keep... set apart last year? I feel like it was kind of lost in the shuffle to an extent. I mean, I know the finals were separate, but uh, help me out here. Really. I, I'm not really recalling the, the structure from a year ago. Um, I think it was. It was kind of. It was kind of like hamburger. It was mixed in. The in. It was mixed in. So I'm excited that juniors are kind of just on their own Friday, and we we've got a lot. the The registration. I keep refreshing the registration oh. every every three minutes because yeah. I want to see. But they're not being populated. Uh, to be honest with you, I mean the names aren't there. You know, there's going to be more coming. Yeah, like. Which, Wednesday night, it's going to be like, boom, all the Nittany Lion guys are going to register. Maybe we still don't know anything about Spencer Lee. That's the $10,000 question right now. Will Spencer We don't know come? anything about Spencer Lee. And that 74 bracket that we saw at um, Vegas that was so compelling. Um, where's Chance? Where's the, JoJo, right, the, Massa, Daniel Lewis? Chavez. The guys aren't – yeah, the guys aren't there. The only um, – Nick Renan registered. Mason Manville registered at 74. Fox Baldwin, I saw. Fox Baldwin and Mark Hall. So, um, you know, sure Nolf, Nolf there's, no, there's no Nolf. There's no Chance Marsteller. There's no Logan Massa. We, all right, hold on. Just so people know, when we say there's no, that means they, they just haven't registered yet. Right, they didn't register yet. So uh, it means nothing. But it, it, it does. It means what it means is that I keep refreshing my screen to see when they're going right. to register. Yeah. Um, because we want to write a preview for sure, and um, the guys aren't in there yet. Yeah, that's one advantage I'll have of the trials that they're we, it, Well, it's mostly set if they keep adding. That's a great, yeah, that's a great, um, for us guys who want to write and, and, and analyze and promote, um, that's a, that's a great thing about having the brackets sort of set, um, and the field set, um, for, for the seniors, but the juniors, you know, it's still open. Um, so we're gonna have to wait and wait. Probably won't be published till Thursday. There are a couple really interesting additions to the field. Darian Cruz at fifty-five, a guy I like. Um, um, Brock Zachary oh, at yeah. sixty. He's Zachary gonna be could be the guy. He's gonna be big and he's gonna be huge. At, big at, and huge. Is he also gonna be large? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna be uh, good and and huge at yeah. sixty kilograms. No, not to mention large. Um, I think Zachary is. I think he's the biggest threat. After watching him at universities, um, you know, maybe a, a guy like Brock, K. Brock, may, maybe the most talented guy in the field, skill for skill. But can he go through that entire tournament, you know, and beat all those guys? I'm not so sure. I, I think Zacherl, he would. If there's a guy that's gonna upend Gary Wayne. Honestly, whoever makes it out of the challenge bracket, I think has a great shot against Gary Wayne. Not a not a slight against Gary Wayne, who looked right. phenomenal. I just I think it's a pretty even field, and it's not mm -hmm. like a okay, you win eighty four, well then you get Zahid Valencia. That's not going to go well. But or Mark Hall or Pico, uh, Gary Wayne is not that kind of a favorite. Um, so I I think that that to me so far entertainment value bracket. I mean. Brock, are you kidding me? Zachary, Kalazic. There's a lot of talented dudes there, and mm -hmm. um, I'm particularly excited about that. Um, what do you think? So we got some big favorites, big names. I'm going to give you three, okay? Uh, I'm going to give you four. Dayton Fix, Aaron Pico, Mark Hall, Zahid Valencia. Of those four, which is the most likely to get upended in the, by the winner of the challenge tournament? Most likely? Most likely to get upended. They're all huge favorites, is my point. Uh, Dayton Fix. You think Dayton Fix? Mm hmm. Who's going to be Aaron Pico? That's no slight on Dayton Fix. Who's going to be Aaron Pico? Is um, Zane Rutherford? Um, <laughs> Zane's kept it a lot closer than anyone did uh, against. Uh, well, first of all, who's in first the field of... that's going to. Who's going to come out of that field and, and test Dayton? Um, Tell, don't say, don't say it. Michich? Well, yeah, don't say that either. We saw that. Uh, Michich has a better. I thought you were gonna say Cruz. You were, you're, you're always a little, a little higher on Cruz than maybe you should be, even though I think Cruz is good. Um, who's, who's gonna be? Because when you ask the question, who's most likely? You have to have an idea who's gonna be. Who's gonna beat Dayton Fix two out of three after what we just saw him do? 
I don't know. I mean, you're putting me in a box here. Who's going to be? Yeah. Who's going to be Aaron Pico? Who's going to be Mark Hall? Who's going to be Zahid Valencia? And put it this way, I mean, also consider this. Zane Rutherford's not registered. Miles Martin's not registered. All right, come on. Z Zane's going to go. Are you kidding me? Zane's going to go. I'm just saying. I'm oh, just God. saying. I think I don't think Miles is the biggest threat to Zahid. Um, I think it's probably uh, who? Bo, Bo Nickel, probably. Um, I think he's a bigger threat than... Miles, would you? Well, Bo Nickel's not registered either. Bo's gonna go. Come on, they're gonna go. They're just not registered. <laughs> they're just not registered. All I, right, I, I'm honestly, just honestly, Dayton would be my last choice. I think based on who's probably gonna go, unless Spencer Lee registers, in which case I would change my mind. Um, why? Why would you? Why, why would you take? Why would you take Spencer Lee over Dayton Fix? I wouldn't. That's not the question. It's most likely to be upended. Okay. If, if Spencer can't, Spencer, if Spencer can't go with, if Spencer can't go with Dayton Fix at fifty-four kilograms in, in a four-minute match, how is he going to go with him at fifty-five in a six-minute match? Because he can. Okay. You all right? What's more likely, Dayton Fix losing to Spencer Lee, or? You know, Mark Hall losing to Knopf, or Pico losing to Rutherford, or Valencia losing to Nickel. Which of those is most likely? Spencer beating Fix is by far the most likely. Spencer beating Dayton is by far the most likely. I mean, we just saw he was up 5-0. Are you going to tell me that he can't go six minutes? Uh, he didn't uh, last but week? The first match he attacked the entire time. He attacked at the end, and if he gets a knee to touch, he wins the first match. Act like he can't go six minutes. Give me a break. He lost him in the second period. That doesn't mean it's uh, a tank issue. It's he got out schemed. He got out wrestled. He got out executed. He, he didn't did... look like the same guy late. Oh, he, he, he didn't looked, look like the same guy he looked, late. He looked the same in the first. Come on, he looked. Da I'm not saying right. he'd beat him, but t tell you me. don't think you you think that Spencer Lee looked as good as ever in the end at the end of the periods? Because I don't. Oh uh, well, you you said it yourself. Spencer Lee had never wrestled better. You'd never seen Spencer Lee wrestle better. So this is more your words than mine. And, yeah, he no, he didn't wrestle great at the end, but it's not like, oh, he's gassing, he's tired. I mean, he he didn't wrestle as well. But that doesn't mean— He didn't mean... wrestle well at the end of periods. Okay. Well, at the end of two periods, and they were at the end. Um, the, he, was, he shut out the first periods every time. I mean— the way he's getting takedowns, I think. Uh, all right, so you have to answer this question. This is the question: If not Spencer beating Dayton, which of those four, the other three, Pico, Hall, Valencia, who beats them? Who's a uh, uh, a lesser favorite? Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, I don't see. I don't see any of them losing. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I mean, listen, Dayton Fix is my homeboy, but I, I still think it's a, I, I still think beating Michich is it's a tough task. No, no question about it. But it it, it didn't look as tough. <laughs> I mean, he shut him out ten zero, right? I mean, that's uh, yeah, right. But then, but I don't get it. Uh, I, I, I mean, Aaron Pico, Aaron, you know, Aaron Pico, Zane's awesome. But Zane? he's like Pico's like four and zero against him or something. Right, he was, but he was um five and zero. Well, and Spencer Lee has beaten Dayton Fix and was almost beat him again, and he lost one of those matches five five. Um, Pico was, I believe, losing going into the second. Um, for what it's worth, maybe he wasn't, but he he was losing into the match, not just. So both going eighty four, huh? I'm guessing. I don't think he's going to go 74. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I think. Real interesting. Yeah, I would love to see him in Valencia scrap. I, I think Bo's the guy that, um, that emerges from that challenge bracket. So but what do you think What do you think about we the, potential, minutes, by the, way. Sorry. the potential uh, junior team? Oh, I think it's going to be really good. I mean, uh, is it going to be last year good? I don't know. That depends on a lot of things we don't know the answers to yet. Is Joey McKenna – when he probably doesn't make the senior world team, if we're going to get him. Uh, right. Same thing for Snyder. Is Spencer Lee going to register? If you roll out Lee, Fix, McKenna, Pico, Hall, Valencia, K 
Caster Butler. Uh, Snyder Butler. Ah, uh, that's that team. That team could win worlds. Yeah. Uh, but the, there's a lot of unknowns still. So I feel great about it. The the potential, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that are yet to be determined. There's guys that haven't registered. There's there's a lot. So I'm I'm not sure what to say other than. Um, it could be great. It could be better than last year's, but there's a lot of things that have to fall in place for it to happen. I gotta get working on my visa for Brazil, cause I'm going. To, I'm going. You're going. I gotta see these guys. You gotta do it. Are you gonna go to Cadet Worlds too? Yeah, probably. I mean, I heard Bosnia is beautiful this time of year. L lush and lovely. So actually, um, the Pope was there yesterday. Oh, interesting. I was just about to ask if you knew where the Pope had been recently. Um, yes, sir. I think. Uh, who was it? Who were we talking about? Oh, Gable Stevenson was, was like, or Yanni, I think, was telling me that like Sarajevo is like apparently beautiful. I forget who it was. One of these kids talking about Bosnia and Sarajevo. Willie, it's eleven. We did it. Um, we're up to the wire. And uh, good job, good job by you. This was uh, <laughs> this was Monday. That didn't sound patronizing. <laughs> I didn't mean it to. You um, did good this time. You said you, nothing offensive. Um, that is not what I meant. We'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Um, thank you so much for listening. We will be back Wednesday, same time, same place, uh, at 9 o'clock. And we thank you. We got a lot more to get to. We didn't even talk Senior World Team Trials hardly at all. We ran out of time. We ran out of time. An hour, you can't, just hold, you can't hold us with an hour anymore. It just can't be done. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time, Wednesday. Thanks. <laughs>